building. Alright, well, <clears throat> this is Randy J, and you're listening to the Back Table Podcast. Yeah. Name some names yeah, and who you think about. Example. You know, Arroyo O'Donnell would be good at giving? What? Really wide head. Oh, oh that's funny. Oh. Table Comedy Podcast, episode 131. It's your host, Andrew Crone, and joining me, as always, who's always here. He's not joining me. He's just, he actually lives here. I'm te- I actually don't leave this room. Technically, I'm joining him. It's Josh Ashton. It's the same guy. It's Josh Ashton. It's yeah. Josh Ashton. Hello, Josh. Howdy. No guest today. No guest today. No, I no guest today. You sound like you're from London. Um, no reason in particular, but that's yeah, that's it. No guest today. You're saying it's just have, the two of us. We have no friends. Just the two of us. No one has anything to promote. Josh and I. You did get that one out when you said you. Oh were. yeah, fucking crunch time. But baby. hilariously, I was listening to it and it ended, and I was listening to the promo for a show as I was walking to a show. So. Oh really? Yeah. Just as planned. And then Just you went to that show, planned. didn't you? And then I was on it. So it fucking worked, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it was fu- It was crunch time. I don't, I don't know why anyone promotes anything on here. <laughs> Who knows when it's coming out that week? Yeah, you have to promote it at least two weeks in advance. Yeah. And it advanced. <clears throat> Sometimes I, I'm i going and then I get distracted and then I'm like, oh, shit. Now I missed distracted a day. Distracted by what? Your child? <laughs> yeah, fucking distraction. Ugh. <laughs> Crying again. Uh, when's she gonna quit that shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never. Do you still cry to your mama? Yeah, every day. Why? Because I'm sad. Oh. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> She's like tired of it. She's like, oh my today god. Today was really? hard. <laughs> Why? Why was it hard today? today? <laughs> What's wrong today? <laughs> Melanie at work is real bitch. She sucks. I hate her so much. I need to go on my break at 11.45, and, and it was 11.50, and she wasn't back from hers yet. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I and was then, hungry. And then... <laughs> it's not like the, ang- like the kid that's freaking out always. And then this, and, and then, then that. And then I said this. <laughs> And then he punched me in the tip of my penis. <laughs> That's how it always ends. <laughs> it always ends like that. Every single time. 
That's just because uh, when I was in elementary school, I was a bully, and I would go around you and punch I, would, I would punch the tips of the other boys' penises. Like a whack-a-mole? As a show of dominance. Like, I'm the alpha of the school. <laughs> Even the older kids you punch? Even though, yeah, I was in grade three, and I would walk up to the grade sixes, and I'd punch them right in the tips of their dinks. <laughs> Did you have the teachers under your iron fist? Yeah, because if the principal <laughs> tried to get me in trouble, I'd punch his dick. <laughs> You're just dick in your cock knocker. I punch dicks. <laughs> I mean, I, I used to. I mean, I, I had to go to rehab. Oh, yeah? Child r- rehab. Um, Did it work? Yeah, I haven't punched a dick in... Uh, <clears throat> it's been at least 20-something f- years, man. 20 years, I think. Now you just punch balls. I'll box a bag every once in a while. I'll speed bag it, but you know. The dick's in your hand, but then you just punch the balls. <laughs> yeah. It's different. <laughs> Hammer fisting the balls. <laughs> I've just got a... a <laughs> Uh, uh, like a, a, a not an oral fixation, but like a grip fixation. So like, oh, yeah, that, yeah. that's like something I could instead of gripping into a fist and punching a penis. If I just grip the penis, then I won't want to punch it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's it's, 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 it's uh, your it's, rage goes away. It's what they taught me in in uh, rehab, child rehab for penis punching. A twelve step program for <laughs> dick punching. You always have to find Jesus at some point. Oh uh, no, you didn't find Jesus. Jesus wasn't there. Because uh, I punched him in the gym. It was day one. <laughs> he couldn't do anything day about it. Day one, Jesus showed up, and I wasn't yet rehabilitated, so I punched him <laughs> in the dick. And the, it was he a was good, in a vulnerable spot. There was spot. not a lot. It was just a thin rope <laughs> between my fist and his cock, and I punched yeah. it hard. Hard? Yeah, like I punched Real it, hoard. and he got hard. <laughs> Keep in mind, I was nine years old. Yeah. So. And he was being crucified, and he couldn't defend himself. Yeah. Just I got a ladder. <laughs> It was the church was doing a uh, reenactment of the crucifixion, and I got on a ladder in the middle of it, and everyone's like, "What? That didn't happen!" And, the, and then I punched Jesus, the actor of Jesus, yeah, in the nuts, and I said Jesus wasn't white. And then I and I got back down the ladder, and then they uh, put me in solitary confinement. Oh, really? Yeah, in the child rehab for dick punching. Oh. Which is a real thing. So if anyone thinks this is a fake story, it's 100% true. There is a facility in Manitoba. Where of course it's Manitoba. It's a child rehab for dick punching. And it's real. And don't look it up on Google because it's unlisted. <clears throat> yeah, it's got to be. Or else there'd be people there fucking at the fences, angry, protesting it all the time. Yeah, exactly. Saying down with dick punchers. Yeah, they w- yeah it's true. They would... Not be happy that that many dick punchers are in one place at the same time. They would yeah. probably—I mean, I can understand why they would feel unsafe because they didn't want to get punched in the dick. Yeah, but <clears throat> no one else is in Manitoba. What's that? Winnipeg. Hey, you doing the Winnipeg Festival thing? I'm gonna submit for it. What's the criteria? Um, don't they give you like, oh, it's gonna be have to do with picnics or some shit? Um, have either a really big penis or like a really wide vagina. Okay. Okay. Or both. You got one of those things. Or both. Uh, is one of them. I remember that. Yeah, because they always give me like, oh, what's like a funny birthday party story or something, or uh, something to do with your dad on uh, during camping, and then you're like have to ch- like swap all your jokes out so they all apply to that. I mean, or you could just write new material, which I I did half and half. I wrote like mm. half new and then repurposed some old shit. Repurposed. Uh. Yeah. Got the sander out and put some varnish on him. Jim Varnish played uh, 
Ernest, right? Jim Varnish. I don't know if it was Varnish, was it? Varney. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. I actually thought it was Varnish for a yeah, second. I know, you <laughs> stupid idiot. Uh, the themes are die laughing, material about death and dying, naughty bits, which is all things sex and sexuality. Nice. <laughs> Uh, if it makes you happy, which is a feel-good celebration of all the things you are passionate about. Tell us about your hobbies, favorite activities, and pastimes. Uh, was this a fucking Tinder date? Great Outdoors, which is obvious. Chompy Waters, which is how you uh, have been navigating the new world of today. Mm. Post-COVID. Oh, I thought that meant like if you were on a voyage or something. No, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a rapper. Post-COVID. Post-COVID. So you pick one of those subjects and make nine minutes about it? Yeah. Where you have nine minutes and can incorporate any of those things. Um, I guess your whole set has to be against one of those subjects, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm just doing it. Uh, yeah, I'm just doing naughty bits. Naughty bit. Naughty bits. Naughty bits. <laughs> you could submit any set of you on stage and you could uh, submit it to the dying one. Yeah, pretty much. It's just me bombing for... <laughs> Comedian literally dies on stage. <laughs> Fucking roasted, dude. <clears throat> yeah, where'd you get the criteria from? I'm just going to slap a bunch of shit together. Winnipeg Comedy Festival submissions in Google. And then I'm going to take all my old... Like, I have, like, only a half hour worth of stuff that's actually videoed and I have to chop it up. You also only have a half an hour worth of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's recorded. But then... That's uh, written as well. Oh, I don't write anything. <laughs> but then, uh, I'm not gonna... All the jokes, I'm just gonna cut the ending and just say, and then I died. And then I'm just... You know, <laughs> <laughs> after every every joke just gonna end and then it's gonna be me with a voiceover being and then he died and then I died <laughs> Josh Ashton ghost comedian although that's kind of stealing Nick Avery's bit oh yeah Nick should do a, a ghost just uh, his regular set with the, a ghost sheet on him submitted to the death I walked here I work at Rona what do you mean what does this to do with death I'm a fucking ghost <laughs> you fucking idiot what are you stupid yeah I literally have died before so I know more than you about death I know the most about death being a ghost. <laughs> Who bombs? <laughs> Who bombs on stage? So I, just, I die. I'm dead, but I die every night on stage. I get it. So. so what jokes are you going to do about your wiener? I'm not going to fucking say them out loud do, on here. Do you about your wiener and your butt and stuff? I'm not going to do this set on the podcast. Come on, Why dude. would you even ask? Just give me the, the, the titles. I don't want to. What's the title of the first of your opening one? I don't want to tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to tell you. All right, the first one is that uh, you're gonna you uh, you uh, dirty talk. That's no. gonna be on there. Dirty talk's not in there. Are you freaking kidding me? That's a naughty bit, dude. Yeah, that is a really naughty it's bit. A, it's also yeah, I can't. It also relies on me saying I'm gonna fuck the shit out of, out of your ass. <laughs> so I don't think I can do plunge that. Plunge your ass with my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Do the ladies like that when you say, I'm going to plunge your ass? <laughs> yes, they do, Josh. All right. The times have changed. I mean, you've got a lady. You could find out. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> no, I mean, you could at least just say it and see how she reacts. Oh, yeah, I guess so. But if she says yes, you got to do it. Maybe I don't want to plunge them. <laughs> you 
Gotta plunge. I don't want to plunge. That's why they call it taking the plunge. Oh. What was it? The drink, though? Huh? Nesty plunge? You drink a Nesty and you fall backwards into a Oh, pool? yeah. I think that was just iced tea. Oh, think... it was just iced tea in general? Yeah, it was just... I think it was brisk iced tea, actually. Oh. And then iced tea is there doing like a... Like you a... Mean nesty. Es... Nesty? Nesty. More like nasty. I prefer... Damn. Brisk. <laughs> brisk. <laughs> Give me that brisk. What's it called? A trust fall? But then Ice-T yeah. just doesn't pick you up. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't catch there's you. no pool behind me. I just crack my head on concrete. Yeah. No pool opens up. <laughs> this is a false advertisement. Yeah. I bet someone could have probably did. Probably could have sued. I bet someone did. Yeah. That's there's why probably the tiny writing at the anymore. bottom that says, reenactment, do not try. Do not try this or you, or you will <laughs> crack your skull writing. and blood will ooze out of your head. Yeah. Because kids can read that tiny writing at the I bottom. Never, I never. I usually went up to the screen uh, to try and read it when I was a kid. But yeah. also when I was a kid, we didn't have HD flat screens. It was those tube TVs, oh, yeah. and you couldn't pause. And, it. It, and I would just go up to the screen, and it would just be fuzzy, and then my eye would start to shake, and yeah. then I would shoot lasers out of them. Sometimes they read out the warnings, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> "You're like what?" <laughs> There's this one I actually recorded it like it was a long time ago, and it's on my old phone. But it was this. Some pill, it's like the hackiest bit in the world, fucking side effects of pills, but it was like... Oh, is it something from your joke book? No, it was, I recorded it on the t- on my TV, I videoed it, and uh, it was like something, it was for like itchy skin or some shit like that, like dry skin, it was oh, a pill. Oh, poison ivy? Yeah, it was, but the pill, That's good they went through the dr- side effects, it was literally... Oh, you want to get rid of itchy skin. Yeah, you want to get rid of itchy oh. skin. Oh, and literally the side effects were a minute and a half long of them being like, you will die. <laughs> there is, you're going to have a stroke. You're going to have fucking ulcers in your head. <laughs> at least you won't get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, but at least you don't have like flaky dry skin. Oh, eczema? Yeah. Eczema. I feel like I would just have flaky dry skin instead of dying. Yeah. I'd get, <laughs> it's a bit of a sacrifice, but whatever. Some chicks might think it's nasty. Some chicks might be into it. <laughs> what if you... Like you do your set and you get onto the show and stuff, because mm-hmm. there's like a bit of a delay when it's live, and then you're like, "This is a nasty bitch show," and then you just turn around, and you spread your butthole, you pull your pants down, you spread your butthole. Yeah. And then you pull your. <laughs> Wait, did you say is this the nasty bitch show? <laughs> yeah. It's naughty bitch. The naughty bitch. No. Well, I take is it back. This the nasty bitch show, <laughs> and then just turn around and show my gaping asshole. Yeah, and then you pull, which is actually not that. Gaping. Then you pull it's your notebook out small. of it. You pull out your notebook. You shake it off because it's dripping. <laughs> <laughs> you slap it onto the onto the onto the stove. You're like all the ink is smeared. And you're like, oh fuck, I can't read all my bits. These are my naughty bits. <laughs> <laughs> These are my naughty bits for the nasty bitch show. <laughs> <laughs> they can't not put it on. <clears throat> I mean, they could probably not put that on. Yeah, they might just cut quickly to they Nikki Payne or something. <laughs> they might just cut it, cut and, me off completely. Anyways, here's Nikki Payne. It's just gonna be like, is this a naughty bitch show? And then it's all of a sudden, it's just <laughs> you were in. That a, was Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> you were an intro to. <laughs> <laughs> what comedian was it that he did that? He knew that there was continuary, and like so they didn't edit his thing. He kept changing his clothes throughout the whole thing, so for continuation. 
I did hear about that as well. I don't know who the comic was. Though. <clears throat> I think it was someone who's not really a funny comic, but it was a funny gag. It to is do. a funny bit, though. Yeah, like after every joke, he would change his shirt, and then that way for continuation, they couldn't chop up his his material. That is a good idea. That's a great idea. In fact, no, you should do have what? a button-up shirt. Yeah. After every joke, undo one button. There you go. And then at the end, you're just... And at the end, I'm shirtless. Yeah. Well, and you're pantless and you have a gaping ass. <laughs> <laughs> and then I pull out <laughs> my set list that I just actually did the jokes for him. And then I slap Well, you got to put the, the joke back I, in. <laughs> well, I, I do. I, go, I get halfway through. And I'm. T- yeah. and by that point, I'm now naked on stage. And I go, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. I forgot my next joke. And then I bend <laughs> over. Pull the set list out of my gaping <laughs> asshole and it's dripping. Yeah. And I slap it on the stool and I go, I you can can't. slap it to the wall. At that I point, slap it, it to the wall. Skip. Yeah. I slap it to the wall <laughs> and it's slowly just dripping down the wall. Sweet Jesus. I'm like, I can't read this either. <laughs> can't read my own writing. <laughs> it's all smeared. And then I look right in the camera and I go, haha. It's like a message in a butthole. <laughs> Message in a bottle. A bottle? No, no a not a bottle. <laughs> a bummo. <laughs> I got a message. I found a message in a bottle rammed in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I went swimming. <laughs> I went swimming and I came out and I was like, uh, something doesn't feel right. So I went to the doctor. <laughs> I did a cannonball. I went to the doctor. Yeah, I did a cannonball <laughs> off the pier, okay? And then I, just, I immediately <laughs> felt pain. And I was like, something's not right. So I, so I went to the doctor, Doctor Pendlebees, and uh, I was like, "Hey, Doctor Pendlebees, this is what the doctor said." And I think I did. I got something doesn't feel right down there. He's like, "What's well, his name?" Doctor Pendlebees. That's his real name. That's his real name. Yeah. Oh my god. Couldn't make up a name like that on the spot, could you? Can't. No, Pendlebees. That's his real name, Doctor Pendlebees. First name, <laughs> Herman. Doctor Herman Pendlebees. Damn. Yeah, he was... Uh, and he specializes in getting <laughs> SOS bottles well, out a, of bubbles? He's just a, a regular family doctor. Not a proctologist at all? No, he's just a regular family doctor. So I went over to Dr. Uh, Pendlebees's um, uh, practice. And I was like, something doesn't feel right. He's like, what did you what did you do today? And I was like, well, I did a cannonball off the wharf. And that's kind of when the pain started. He's like, oh, maybe you broke your tailbone or something. He says, turn around, there's just a cork sticking out of your butthole. <laughs> yeah, he said, let's take a look. So, he, uh, he, you know, I was already wearing one of those gowns because I, I wore one to you the beach. I wore pre- one to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was already in one of those gowns <laughs> with no ass. Yeah. And so he's like, let's take a look. So, and I bent over and he immediately could see the cork sticking. I was like, oh, well, here's, oh, well, here's the problem right here. I was like, what is it, Doc? Oh, that's my butthole cork. You take that out. And then the bottle is still <laughs> There's two layers of two layers of corks. That was uh, because of all the blood that was coming out of my ass after I did the cannonball. You can uncork that. No, so there's tampons. Un- he uncorked it, and then he f- re- put his whole uh, forearm into my ass. Obviously, it felt reached around in there a bit, like uh, like a Jim Henson. He had a lot of room. And then he pulled out a bottle with the message in it. And. Uh, did it look like, I guess your butthole, it looked like, uh, you know, on Space Jam, the inside of <laughs> Michael Jordan's ear when they... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a paper clip and a piece of gum, and then he pulled the bottle out, and oh. then there was a message in the bottle, and he uncorked it, and he, like, shook it to get the message out, 
and you open it up, and you know what the message said? Hey, folks, great to be here on the Dirty Nasty Show. <laughs> it was my set from the Dirty <laughs> Nasty Show, the Nasty Bitch Show. Uh, it says, I hate dirty talk. <laughs> Man, dirty talk sucks. She's always like, hey, put it in my butt, and I'm like, what? Uh, it's gross. I don't know how your bit goes. <laughs> no, that's all right. Do you want know what the message actually said? What? So he unrolls the message. Mm-hmm. And he says, "That's anal." <laughs> With an arrow pointing at the butthole it just came out of. <laughs> hey, you gonna use that cup when you're on when you're on the TV? You have I, to promote the show. You're dude. assuming I get on. I'm. You need to say this is a dirty, nasty. I appreciate your, actually, I appreciate your positive energy and assuming that I'll get on, but. (laughs) Well, I've seen the rest of Canada and it's not good. (laughs) Fair enough. I don't think. uh... Apparently you don't even need an album to get on serious. You can just send them like audio clips. Oh, really? That's what Kathleen McGee told me. Huh. She was here. I was opening for all weekend while she was here. Some good ass shows. Ass shows? Some good ass shows, but also the comedy (laughs) shows were good too. No, that's good. Um, but yeah, what's the Crown of Thieves on the west side? Corn of Thieves. Pretty good space for comedy. Yeah? I recommend if you listen to this, uh, look out for the next one and buy tickets. All right. Let's check it out. Yeah. It's like an underground speakeasy. Decent. With animal heads on the walls. Woohoo! A lovely room of death. <laughs> yeah, J-Dog would love it. <laughs> She'll just cry the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be just like Ace Ventura when she walks in and she'll scream and look at and zoom in on all the heads. But there was a there was a drum kit behind where the comedians oh, were. Oh, nice. And I was just like, before, before going on, I was like, all right, so for one joke, I'm going to have to, I'm going to hit a cymbal. Yeah. For one joke. I don't yeah. know which one yet. Ended up. That was my plan in uh, in uh, Jasper too. So it was like, it was, we were just sitting on a stage in front of like guitars and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. It was set up for music. And I was like, all right. First one that hits good, I'm hitting that fucking symbol with my pen. <laughs> yeah, I, I did it after. Uh, don't worry, I'm not a murderer or anything. This is like, ah. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually, it wasn't the crash symbol. It was like the softer one, so it was more like. Dong. <laughs> dong. Hey, did you do the dong bit? Uh, no, I didn't have time. Ding, 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 dong. And then you could have hit the symbol. Oh, dude, you you should have been there to tell me that. <laughs> Why weren't you there to I tell me I didn't even know that? the show was happening. I never even heard of the place. I thought it was out of I town. I never heard of it either. It was like Crown of Thieves. It I sounds saw, like it's in Vernon or something. I saw shit. a picture of it, and I thought it was just a stock photo of Rome. But no, they actually <laughs> built it to look like that. Weird. What is it? A bar or winery? It's a winery. Huh. And a restaurant. Oh. And on the walls, there's photos of actual old-timey prostitutes. Your mom's on like there? Their, like their mug shots, yeah. Your great-great-mom is on there? My great-mother is on there. <laughs> what was her hooker name? Mulva. <laughs> <laughs> Mulva Bummo. Mulva Bumstein. <laughs> I saw Kyle P. Ferris headline on Friday night. It was pretty good. Nice. Um... Big headline. Big headliner, yeah. And it was I I, I ended up going on the show because mm-hmm. uh, one of the openers couldn't make it, and mm-hmm. I did so well that 
Kyle Ferris's mom, who flew down for the show. She sucked your wiener? She added me on Facebook, so it's only a matter of time. Oh, <laughs> laying the groundwork. I'm laying down. The, playing the long I game. I like a few photos. I like a few profile pics, you know? <laughs> Play the game. Yeah. I know the game's played. Yeah. Send, nice. her, send her a few drunk drunk messages. Hey, you up? Hey, you up? I'm in Prince George. <laughs> <laughs> I need a place to stay. No, seriously, just any bed. <laughs> yeah. I could sleep with you. She did a, tell me anytime in I'm in Prince George to, you know, I could stay at her place. Really? Yeah, in her nephew's oh, bed. Sad. If he's not there. Damn. Why does your nephew have a bed there? Well, her, grands, her, her grandson, Kyle's nephew. Oh. But the, the, the kids have beds there. Oh. He was not in the bed so when I slept in it. You slept in a race car bed with a child? No. Oh. I slept in a race car bed by myself because <laughs> the child was at his mom's. Nice. So there. <laughs> Judge Ashton. <laughs> Judge? Yeah, you seem to be on trial here. I'm not judging? No. <laughs> Hit your gavel. This case is closed. <laughs> I've already proven I didn't share a bed with Kyle's nephew, okay? Bullshit! No, now, don't ask any more like questions. It sound like it sounds iffy. Drop it. It sounds pretty iffy. We're going to move on. It's our secret. <laughs> All right, take it easy. What? No, it's funny. I was think I've been thinking about. What have you been thinking about? That's funny. <laughs> you know, uh, in court, how like there's a what's that? The crime for lying to the court. Ooh, uh, perjury. Perjury. Is that true? I just yeah. That's when you throw up after every meal. Purgatory. What's the crime for lying to the court? I don't know, but I just think it's funny that like a guy could be like a rapist or like a murderer or something, and then they're like, "You're guilty of murder." And you're guilty of raping. And you're guilty of... It is perjury. Conspiracy. So they just list all these horrible things, and they're like, and on top of this, of all the no good things that you could have done to me, you lied to my face while touching baby Jesus's book. You lied to me, and you lied to the court. I hate you. I can't believe you would you're just a real lie butt. to my face. <laughs> It's just like it's like Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo, and they're like, "You took your your sister, you raped and murdered her over four days, and then kept her corpse in your house, and then you made Carla wear her dead <laughs> wear her clothing after she was dead for a week while you banged her and pretended she was your dead sister." And also, you're just a dirty liar on top of that. I can't believe you lied to my face. <laughs> you said you didn't do that. <laughs> what if you weren't, like, what if you were just a witness who lied in oh. court, and then you were sent to jail for perjury? <laughs> and then it's like... What are you in for? Oh, dude, you don't want to know. Oh, come on. Oh, man. Tell me. Oh, man. I'll I... tell you what I'm in for if you... Tell me what you're in for. Really? You're not supposed to do that in prison, dude. Uh, come on. It's against the code. Nope. I guess if I if I divulge, you have to also, I guess. It's so. the code. All right, what I did is me and my wife, we conspired together. Mm-hmm. We'd find our victims, and uh, this one victim that we had was uh, actually my sister. And uh, we kidnapped her, and uh, we uh, we raped, oh. and raped her and tortured her on videotape oh. for a good week and a half. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy, and uh, I don't feel any remorse or anything because I'm empty inside. But uh, <clears throat> so we just kind of uh, took turns. She was kind of the ringleader. She didn't like my wife, 
she was like egging me yeah. on. She was behind the camera telling me to do stuff. Yeah. And uh, yeah, over about six weeks, we just made her life a living hell. And then she died. And then we blamed, like uh, we got off on that actually because uh, they couldn't prove that we actually tortured her to death. We just said it was a wrongful death and like uh, all this stuff. And then, um, and then after she was dead, uh, we went to her funeral and we collected some of her clothes out of the casket. And then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave it to my wife, and I banged my wife what? in my little sister's uh, clothing. Yeah. Well, I uh, I uh, I just got off on that stuff. That's the only way it can come, really. And then uh, they found a lot of other videotapes, and that's what really got us. She's somewhere in Canada. She got plastic surgery, and uh, she got a plea bargain for ratting me out and uh, diming me a little bit. Oh. And uh, but I'm in here for a really long time, and I'm never getting out. Anyways, what'd you do? I lied to a judge about a parking ticket. <laughs> Guard? Hey, fellas. Guard, can I have a different hey, cellmate, got, please? Hey, fellas. We got a dirty liar in here. We got a rat. Perjury? What we got the? a not rat. Yo, you in, the, fuck, you in there with the perjury guy? We got a guy who's lying in here. We can't have this. That's worse than a pedophile, dude. <laughs> he lied about him. You lied to the judge? <laughs> Under oath? While touching baby Jesus' you book? touched... Baby Jesus is booking lie. <laughs> it's such a stupid crime to be like, hey, you better not lie to Don't us. Don't you dare lie. You better lie. not because of perjury. <laughs> Nobody likes a liar. Where'd that word heard? come from? What, perjury? perjury? Isn't purging just button barfing? Um, well, it has the word jury in it. Pre-jury. Let's break down the word, Josh. Yeah. Pre-jury. <clears throat> perjury. Isn't it P-U-R? P-E-R, jury. I forget. <laughs> Maybe it's like tricking the jury or something. Origin, okay. Oh, man, I have a funny story about one of the shows this weekend. Oh, yeah? Kyle's one? Uh, it was before Kyle's. It was a wine show. Um, late Middle English from Anglo-Norman French perjury from Latin false oath is what it means. Oh. <coughs> the more you know. From the per, from the verb perjoir. Oh, really? Uh, so I, I didn't know just, you were French. I was doing the Ghostbusters bit. Yeah. Just to like close off my set. I was like, oh, I got one more joke and I'll just do this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I like to put a napkin over my boner and pretend it's a spooky ghost and, it's like, and then I bust that ghost and as soon as I started uh, ejaculating with the uh, uh, yeah. something happened with the mic I guess and it started making the uh, it sounded like an actual <laughs> like ghost, ghost was coming out of the microphone <laughs> and I was just I, so I unplugged it and then, to I unplugged it but I was still like <laughs> I was still acting out the coming so oh yeah you stick to the bit I was like uh, uh, unplugged it uh, <laughs> uh, plugged it back in, just like Ooh, still making the noise. So like, oh, Dave, Dave, help, Dave, help me, make it stop. And eventually, it is like just like on Ghostbusters. I put my arms out to the side, you know, like when someone's getting their soul sucked out. Then it's like, oh, I just started doing that on stage. Like, Dave, make it stop. He runs over to the soundboard. He starts like trying to fix it, and he's like. 
It's, it looks like it's a planned bit, but he's it's not. He's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he's just like unplugging things and plugging them back in and hitting dials. And I, I'm like, ah, ah. I'm like trying to like get the mic and yeah. the cord back together while still coming. Just like, ah, <laughs> and it kind of gets. <laughs> Eventually, I went against the wall and just like went down the wall, just like, ah, ah. It was like two minutes Jesus. of me <laughs> ejaculating. So you're edging well, for like a year. Tried to fix the mic and finally it got fixed and i just like tried i just stood there trying to catch my breath yeah. and as the audience is trying to calm down it's just like heavy breathing it's like and they could tell i was trying to say something and it's just like who are you gonna call i was just like I'm gonna, i gotta finish the joke just like so i named my penis slimer <laughs> oh man it was hilarious but also, I was exhausted after. Yeah, to really stick to the bit, you should have yeah, been exhausted and sat at the table and just hung your head and then just anyone, like, put a towel over your head and then just anyone, anyone who touched my shoulder, are you okay? Ah, don't touch me. Get away from me. Get away. <laughs> Get away. I don't want to be bothered right now. <clears throat> that was hilarious. It was not a joke. <laughs> You're just like Henry Rollins after a show, just sitting there, just angry at everybody and just and breathing really heavy. <clears throat> Just leave me leave me alone for a good ten minutes. Are you gonna do that bit on the TV? Yeah, it was recorded for. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna send that to to the Montreal. Yeah. You have to bring Dave along too, though. He's like your <laughs> pen and teller. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I don't know what to do. I don't know. What to do. I'm trying. I'm trying. Dad. <laughs> Dave, please help turn it off. <laughs> for a second, you turn to, uh, as you're being electrocuted. Like for a second, you turn to an actual skeleton and then it was, cuts back again. <laughs> it was like in the Green Mile. They forgot to put a sponge <laughs> on my head. People are barfing. They, they forgot to put a, a sponge on the tip of my cock, so it just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> People in the audience are like, oh, oh, oh God. Oh, my God. Is it supposed to look like that? <laughs> oh, man. But now I have to do the joke like that every time. Now I have to fuck up the microphone <laughs> in that exact specific way, which I don't even know what I did. What was actually going on? Was it just disconnecting? Uh, I don't know. Was it humming or is it squeaking? It was making a, like a ghost noise. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. It was weird. Then I bust that Maybe ghost. it was a real ghost. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I hope it isn't. Me too. Cause... Maybe it's the cowboy. Didn't the cowboy die? Yeah, like a couple years ago. I think. He's haunting the place, dude. Could be. Oh, hey. There's some people that haunt the place currently and you they're know not how, dead yet. <laughs> you know how the uh, hallway at Dakota's is full of old pictures of uh, like tennis players from the medieval ages? Yeah, it looks like the Overlook Hotel in the hotel. Yeah, you're in the photo. Anyways... <laughs> Uh, I'm in the middle. We got approval to take all that shit down and put headshots of the comedians yeah. up instead. That's what, that's what Evan was saying. He's taking the pictures or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to wear a mask in mine. I'm gonna, yeah, you should. You should wear like a Michael Myers mask or something. <laughs> That'd be sweet. You should go to the <clears throat> Halloween alley, find the ugliest mask, full face mask you could find. Yeah. And you know what, Josh? It would be an improvement. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I'm going to punch you in the dick now. <laughs> no, no. That's not you anymore. That's not you anymore. <laughs> what's your what's your zen, your ohm or whatever your 
Your word that you say. Oh, don't punch him in the penis. <laughs> your mantra, that's what it is. My mantra is don't punch him in the penis. Oh. <laughs> My mantra is don't be hitting no dicks with your fist, motherfucker. <laughs> I ain't scared of no dick. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know why I have to say it like that, but that's what the guy <laughs> at, re- at child rehab, he's like, that's your mantra. Yeah, you have to say it like the skinny monster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I ain't gonna punch your dick. <laughs> like the, the small red one, right? Yeah. Not the big. We're the monster. Because there's also the... the, the <laughs> M-O-N. Uh. <laughs> the tall, skinny blue one. Who is probably who I talk more like now. <laughs> hey, little pig. <laughs> uh, boo. <clears throat> I like the Monstars. They were cool. Yeah, I was rooting for them the whole time. Yeah, I didn't want to fucking know. I had all the action figures of them, too. I don't want to brag, but yeah. I had all the Monstars. Yeah, I had all the Monstar action figures and all the uh, all the small soldiers. They're pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I had all the... Well, yeah. I had all the small soldiers and all the Monstars, all the street sharks... Street shirts? Street shirts, yeah. <laughs> they were... I still have those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta get to a bathroom. Why? Uh, I just had a street shirt. Um, yeah, I had the Monstars action figures, but I also had like the Bugs Bunny in the one that Jordan dressed up as in the Looney Tunes. Lola? I had, no, I had Bugs. I did have a Lola one. That oh. I, always, I, put it, I would sleep with it in my asshole. Oh. <laughs> Those rabbit ears were. Mm. So Jordan dressed up in a Toon Squad shirt, and everyone's like, "Is that Tweety Bird?" <laughs> I have the, I have the Bugs Bunny uh, Space Jam toy. Yeah, and his head could come off. Oh, nice! So I'd always make the Monstars rip Bugs Bunny's head off. I was, <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, this is way. Be- this is my ending of the. This is how I'd end the film." Yeah, not some stretchy arm bullshit. Yeah, fucking bullshit. I also had two Michael Jordans. One was in his college gear. The other yeah. was in your ass. The other was in my ass. <laughs> exactly. Oh, there's one, that, again, his college stuff that they had to steal. The, the gray and the black, and then his other one was in the white Toon Squad. And the one in the white Toon Squad, the pose was doing a jump shot, so I always used him for jump shot. He would, he would, uh, yeah, he would, he would get punched in the stomach by the Monstars, obviously. <laughs> but the other one was his legs were spread wide open, and like the... Oh, Jesus. The defense pose. Yeah. So he got kicked in the nuts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then punched in the dick, obviously. Yeah. But that was That's just, where it started. That was where it started. It was with the Monstars <laughs> punching That's Michael Jordan in the dick. That's when you got that unquenchable and thirst like, for dick punching. What if I punching? did this to actual people? <laughs> <laughs> so you found your brother. <laughs> so I walked up to my brother, punched him in the dick, and he went, Oh, my dick, what the fuck? And I went, That felt... Amazing. Stop. Oh, what's this feeling? You're like Dexter. You're just like, oh my God. I've been off my whole life. Now I feel like a human. Exactly. (laughs) You get it. Yeah. Were you also a dick puncher? No, 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 no. I was a pole humper. (laughs) Goal posts. Lamp pole. Goal poles. Lamp poles. I made them, all, poles. made them all my bitch. I humped all that shit. I would sit in the classroom and just look out the window, just like, oh, yeah, look at that post. I'm going to fucking make that post my bitch. <laughs> what about nature's post, a tree? Too rough. Was your, would, would you be with your pants down? No. What, you wouldn't hump the poles with your full-on little boy chub? No, no. <laughs> just fully out for the teachers yeah. to see? Kindergarten grade one just fucking going hard on the <laughs> post. <laughs> Is that a sign of autism? Probably. <laughs> I think it's just a sign. No, I don't think it's a sign of autism. I think it's just a sign of being five years old. And having a boner that you don't understand what the hell's going on. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's what I used to do. <laughs> Mine was more of a public thing. <laughs> You're, I guess yours was public. You were punching dicks. You yeah, get, I would. You get a name, make a name for yourself. Yeah, I would only do it in front of a big crowd. <laughs> if I did it, I, won't, I don't punching dicks one on one. Who's gonna like? Who's he's gonna what? Run and tell his friends like. Yeah. Uh, did you have like an intro thing like where you did like some crazy spin break dancing move and then you'd like get everyone crowd around you'd dance and like walk around a circle get the crowd riled up and then you'd do a spinning leg and then you'd <laughs> then I would you'd uh, d- punch that dick. I would walk out like uh, Austin three sixteen. I would come out. I'd, <laughs> I'd chug a grape juice box and crush it <laughs> on my head. Nice. And then. Uh, <laughs> You'd stun him <laughs> with I, your dick. I would do fist. the Cold Stone stunner, but instead of, you know, I, I would hit his penis. <laughs> so. Oh, man, I started, I watched it. Undefeated on the playground. I haven't watched wrestling in a long time. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, I wonder if it's still good. So I searched up Stone Cold, and the newest one was like from like two weeks ago. And Stone Cold stuns uh, Mr. McMahon's grandpa <laughs> or grandma. <laughs> it's like the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Oh no, it's Mr. McMahon because Mr. McMahon comes out and he's like, I. He's talking shit about the crowd there in New Jersey and he's just talking shit about New Jersey. He's like, You guys are shit. You'd be nothing. I wouldn't. I don't even need you and I made it to the top. You guys are a bunch of bullshit. And then you hear like glass breaking and then Stone Cold just comes stomping out and I'm like fuck yes I got I got goosebumps I was like this is rules and then he came out and then <laughs> all of a sudden Mr. McMahon like offered up his his child <laughs> he's like no kick Shane kick Shane and he like turned into a little bitch all of a sudden and then Stone Cold's just looking at him and every time they'd stop a sentence like Mr. McMahon's pleading please don't I'm an old man I can't I had a bad heart I can't do and he's here the whole crowd going what <laughs> what and then you're just like you see stone cold bumping up and i was like fuck yes and then he stunned him and then he stunned shane for good measure <laughs> and i was a, i was six years old all over again dude that right there is a sign of autism <laughs> that story and the enthusiasm and the smile on your face well, as he so, told it i was so that pumped. right you were looking for a sign of autism that right there is a sign of autism <laughs> It's the latest. It's fucking rules, dude. Because he also he stunned the uh, the listeners could see the look on your face <laughs> while you were telling that story. Fucking stone cold oh rules, dude. I was doing flexing and shit, dude. <laughs> I was trying so hard not to laugh in your face and let you finish the story that whole time. No, because not only does he stun them, but then when they're on the ground, he gets in there. He crawls over to them <laughs> like a crab and gets in their face, like you fucking son of a. And then they throw him beers, and then he fucking crushes he beers. Crawls over there. like a crab. Yeah. Not a, uh, a not a reverse crab, but a regular crab. He goes, he hunches down and puts his hands up like pincers and sidewalks <laughs> yeah, over and to him. Yeah, and he gets in his face and tells him what's up. <laughs> <laughs> a little odd, but okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Stone Cold fucking rules, dude. Still. I mean, he's a pretty cool guy. I've never met him personally, <clears throat> and he seems like he would be it's at Texas a rally, KKK dude. rally, but <laughs> that's probably just a character he's playing, you know? No, no, he's a good guy. Ah, maybe. Anyways, we go to a break. <laughs> yeah, let's hit a break. All right. Do you have fucking news? Dude? I think I got some articles. Some what? Articles. Some urkels. I got some articles. All right, I guess so. Some articles of news. <laughs> you want to hear some articles of news out of the break? All right. All right. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Hello, this is Igor. Please don't listen to the Back Table Comedy Podcast because this guy suck and they should go kill themselves. Thank you. You are gay. Why are you gay? 97X. The future of rock and roll. politics and all those woke storylines in so many shows today. You know, I was watching an episode of uh, You where measles came up. Wait, wait, wait. When did I mention measles? I don't know. It was on You. Wait, what? 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 What was on me? What are you talking about? Right? Is Raymond even hearing what I'm saying? I never had the measles. What's on You? We never did a... a we never did a measles and vaccine episode of my. Is this so, a joke? I know. I don't even know it, what you're about. it was on you. It was on you. <laughs> I've never had Raymond. I've Who never is? had measles. What are you talking about? Stupid. It was an episode of a show, Laura. Well, what's it called? You. What's you. It it's called you. I've never done a show on measles. <laughs> I, I just completely give up. We gotta get. It's up. a show I, I give up. called You on Netflix. There's a show called Loring on Netflix. <laughs> Uh-oh, retard alert. <laughs> retard alert, class. Come on, you. You're going to have to sit in the dunce chair. Bubblehead. <laughs> it's time for Slow News Day. Welcome back to the program. We're in slow motion now. It's time to get into the news. Hey, little buddy. Welcome back to the program. Uh, I got some news for you, Josh. Awesome. Want to hear it? Yep. <clears throat> if it's a fart, I'm going to be very proud. It's not a fart. <clears throat> oh. Okay, let's see what I want to start with. Fuck uh, <laughs> off. Uh, ah, here we go. First article. I thought... The woman in bed was a giant panda, says homeless ex-lawyer dressed in fishnets and G-string who crept into bedroom. Hey, quit stealing my moves! Man, if I had a dollar for every time I heard that sentence. <laughs> what? So he thought he was doing a bestiality, but it was actually a lady? I guess. Uh, an Irish lawyer who sneaked, sneaked into a woman's bedroom... Wearing stockings and a purple G-string has been cleared by a jury after he explained he believed the woman was a huge panda. (laughs) How does that make it better? She was asking for it. (laughs) Look at that panda. So, okay, so... Why would a panda be sleeping in a bed indoors? So this guy saw a panda, what he thought was a panda. And sleeping got, in a bed indoors. He got all randy. He's like, oh, fuck I'm yeah. gonna fuck that panda. Yeah. He put on his fishnets. That's what pandas and like. And his G-string. Which I'm not gonna, you know, everyone... I'm not gonna kink shame the guy. Yeah. Except for the part where he thought it was a panda. <laughs> An endangered species. Now more endangered because this guy's on the run. Former high-flying lawyer Desmond Moran, who hails from Tipperary, Tipperary, said he has taken so many drugs that he thought the woman was a bear. Cool. (laughs) That doesn't explain anything. (laughs) He thinks that's an excuse? He had taken so many drugs that he thought the woman was, in fact, a panda bear. Okay. This makes it better. 
Apparently, yeah. It's less. It's 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 He's less. Also- <laughs> it's less bad if he was going to rape a panda bear. Yeah. Than if it was going to be a human woman. Yeah. Thinks he's off the hook now. Either way, he thought... It's... I mean... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't would, get me wrong. Don't rape either one of them, is my point. You got it all wrong, fellas. You got me You got me wrong. You got me the wrong tone. <laughs> oh, what? Ew, gross. This is a human woman? Ew. Ew. I thought it was oh, raping a panda. I thought it was a panda bear. <laughs> this... Ah, I feel gross and dirty now. Now I feel weird when I told her to gnaw on my bamboo oh, stick. Now I feel so gross. <laughs> Knowing it's a human woman and not a panda bear. Uh, you know what? The fishnets are kind of weird now, I think. You know what? Now I feel embarrassed <laughs> that it's a woman and not a panda bear. You I'm embarrassed to be in these are... fishnets and G-string. <laughs> the fart's kind of fucked up now. <laughs> fishnets are pretty fucked yeah, up. Yeah, now that I know it's a woman, it seems pretty fucked up. I'm not that kind of guy. But when it was a panda bear in my head, I was like, hell yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Fishnets and stockings, which I never wear. I don't usually wear this stuff. Like, there's this is a time- one-time thing. Let me just be clear. There's been times I've confused a panda bear with a killer whale before, but never a human. <laughs> he just watches Kung Fu Panda, and he's like, oh, fuck yeah, they fight back. <laughs> Jerks off to the video of the panda sneezing. <laughs> Jurors at Southwark Crown Court heard yesterday that the woman had been... Sleeping in her bed with her two children on July 14th, 2015, when she awoke to see the Irish-born lawyer... Why do they keep saying he's Irish? Why does that matter? They also keep calling him a lawyer. He's a fucking homeless guy. Irish-born lawyer standing in the doorway while wearing the stockings and G-string. Like, they don't call you as something, like, after you're not that... Like, every homeless guy, the crackhead that goes past your house, you don't be like, oh, there's the the ticket puller at the fucking movie theater. I think there's some... (laughs) Some underlying racism towards Irish people from this oh, writer. Is it? Yeah, they've mentioned three times that he's Irish. No, no, he's not doing much for the Irish in this. Ain't stage. no room for Irish in this panda. <laughs> he's not giving these uh, Irish a good name by trying to rape pandas, but it's accidentally a lady. I'm not saying all Irish people do that. <clears throat> the jury also heard Mr. Moran was once a high-flying lawyer, having worked in New York, Singapore, and Hong Kong, but had fallen on hard times in recent years, and soft pandas. (laughs) Mr. Moran, who was arrested at the scene by police, admitted in an interview he was high on crack cocaine at the time. That'll do it. And he had been sleeping rough for a number of years prior to the offense. For a number of years? Years, So he hadn't slept in years. He'd been sleeping rough for a number of years, yeah, but probably because of the crack cocaine. A jury cleared him of trespassing with intent to commit a sexual offense after just 30 minutes of deliberation. Did he represent himself? He, maybe. He used to be a lawyer. <laughs> Dust off those old books, dude. <laughs> the court had earlier heard harrowing evidence from the woman who awoke to find Mr. Moran staring at her. The woman, who cannot be named, said, I woke was up she Voldemort? and saw him there and he was just looking at us. I felt he, like he was looking at me even though the two kids were there. I said, who are you? Are you? <laughs> She's like, why are you looking at me? I got two kids here. <laughs> Look at them. <laughs> I said, who are you? What are you doing? What are you doing in my apartment? And to which he replied, holy shit, a talking panda. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it. <laughs> my plans have been foiled. <laughs> That's when I started getting quite anxious, and I started screaming at him, and the children woke up. The woman said that she was shouting at Mr. Moran, but he didn't respond when she... Look at him closely, she realized he wasn't wearing trousers or a jacket. <laughs> trousers. They call them trousers. It was a costume. And when he went 
to the window and Wait, turned around and I could see his... <laughs> it was a costume, and when he went to the window and turned around, I could see his bottom. I think he had a G-string on. So she was dressed as a panda and sleeping? No, I think she thought he was wearing oh, okay. a costume. You know the old, you know that old costume of a fishnets and g-string. Yeah, yeah, with a piece of bamboo in your teeth. You know that that costume, slutty sex worker. Oh, I thought it was just called Irishman. <laughs> slutty Irish guy, where you put on fishnets and a g-string. Everyone just knows it immediately. Oh, you're an Irish guy for you, Halloween. You, Sweet. On, you wear fishnets and a green g-string with little shamrock on the crotch. <laughs> Like, oh, you're a slutty Irishman. Yeah. <laughs> you have a mask of Robert De Niro over your face. <laughs> the worst accent. The worst Irish accent. Fearful for her children's safety, the woman said she slammed Mr. Moran into a door several times and tried to force him out of the room. He's like, this is the strength of a bear for if I've ever seen it. <laughs> when she left, when he left, she ran off to her nanny's room with her children and called the police. Her nanny? Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Mr. Nanny. I'll get him, brother. I hate the Irish. I'll get that Irishman, brother. Headbutts his flag and then goes out. When the police arrived, they found Mr. Moran in the basement of the block of, 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 of flat. That's their house. He was still in his fishnet stockings and G-string when police arrived, uh, but was so agitated, up. it took three officers to pull, put him in handcuffs. So, he's a homeless guy, but he he scrimps enough money to buy some... G but he's a homeless guy who used to be an Irish lawyer. <laughs> yeah, so he scrimps together a little bit of money. Instead of buying food, he buys fishnets and fucking... <laughs> and a G-string. <laughs> and a G-string and God a knows what other... A green G-string with a little shamrock on gadgets the Gadgets that he has also. Also, I think it's kind of weird that this lady was like, it was like he was staring at me when there was two kids there. Yeah. Like, why wasn't he looking at why the kids? Why wasn't he interested in them? Oh, my God. In the subsequent police interview, he claimed that he went into the block of flats to get a bed for the night. Block of flats. It's the most European yeah. thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, I honestly didn't even see a woman on the bed. I didn't see any children in the bed. I honestly thought it was a big panda bear in the bed. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. The panda didn't even say it liked my hat. <laughs> oh, I had taken some drugs, but I'm pretty certain of what I saw. I didn't see any woman. I didn't see any kids. Were they under the panda? He continued. So I rolled into her flat. I went on to the bay window and the window <laughs> was open. And I thought, why is the window open? I went over and I looked down into the street. <laughs> then I thought, I'm just going to leave. I was nearly out of the room. I hadn't seen the woman. Then it all happened so quickly. She was screaming, who are you? Get out of me house. You sound like you're from Jaws. <laughs> Telling a long, the drawn out story. had black eyes like a doll's <laughs> eyes. I didn't even see the kids in the bed. Mr. Moran sobbed when the verdict was delivered. That's the last sentence. Why would he sob? He's going to jail and he's got a fucking warm bed now. He's homeless. Yeah, but he wanted to fuck a panda. And he never <laughs> got to. That's why he was crying. He realized who he was. I never got to have sex with the panda. No, I gotta live with me. <laughs> what an unfortunate kink to have. Fetish. A panda fetish? What's the difference between a, a fetish and a kink? They're the same thing. Is a kink just like a quirky thing? Like it's not weird, but it's like, oh, you like... I think a kink is like something like you, you don't need it. 
but it's, it's just like, you're into it. Like you know, every once in a while, I like a little uh, finger in the asshole and I'm feeling squirrely. That's a kind of that's yeah. a kink. A fetish, I think, is like you can't get it up unless you're being choked with a with a <laughs> knife. Like if we're gonna have sex, I need three days' notice so I can hire seven little people to kick me in with the balls. steel toes to stomp on my balls. <laughs> I need three at least three days' notice to to wrangle them up, dude. And in these trying times, it's hard to wrangle. Gotta, I gotta do background checks. I gotta do COVID tests. Yeah. I gotta size them for steel toes. Yeah. Well, because there's there's they a... have to learn the song. <laughs> What's the song? Well, it, it, they have to whistle while Stompy they balls, whistle while balls. they have to whistle while they work. So. <laughs> they Stumpy need to, they, balls. I want to make sure they can whistle. They have to learn the song. <laughs> Stumpy balls. Stumpy balls. <laughs> And then there's one with like a baritone with Stumpy Ball. <laughs> boom, Stumpy Ball. Just turns into Elvira, but with Stumpy Ball. Stumpy Ball. Stumpy Stomp. You hired the midget me- beach boys to come stomp on your balls. <laughs> yeah, and that takes at least three days' notice. So yeah, I need a heads up if we're going to bang. <laughs> just seems inconvenient to me, you know? I don't know. It's, ugh. Eek. Midget Brian. You had to find midget Brian, Brian Wilson to come fucking stomp on your balls, orchestrate a song for you. <laughs> I have to hire a midget Charles Manson to stand out the window and look in <laughs> at the <laughs> at the midget Brian Wilson. <laughs> Anyways, hey, I got another article of news for you. What's that mean? I got another article of news for you. Mm. State board drops sex offender term, calling it a negative label. What state is this in? Denver, Colorado. Uh, the rape capital. That's where Louie was doing the whacking off. Colorado State Board dropped sex offender term, calling it a negative label. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I thought that was the point. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to shame a sex offender? The way sex offenders are labeled is changing in Colorado. Ugh. The board that set state standards voted today to change the term sex offenders to reflect so-called person-first language. You what? know, like person who is homeless instead of homeless person. Oh. They're going to be called people who fuck kids. Oh, so that's what it's going to be. Not kid fuckers. Oh. So it's gonna be, oh, okay, so they're not cleaning it up completely, being like... The Sex Offender Management Board, which is made up of everyone from public defenders to prosecutors, sent standards and guidelines for treatment providers so the new terminology will only be used in that context. It doesn't change the term sex offender in law or the criminal justice system, but some worry it's a step in that direction. Oh, okay. So just like in the... The uh, old slippery slope argument. Like I guess in, if they go to like uh, rehab or something, yeah. then they can't, you know... Or prison. I guess it's not... I guess they can't be reaffirmed what they're there for. Yeah. yeah. So you say, I'm an unsavory... Uh, I can't handle my urges or whatever the fuck they say to disguise it. Oh, here's a nice quote. 
I'm involved today after hearing that it would be improper or offensive in some manner for me to refer to the man who raped me as a sex offender. Very good point, Kimberly Corbin, a rape survivor, is among those who spoke out against changing the term sex offender to something less stigmatizing. Saying labels based on traits people can't control is one thing. It's very, very damaging for those who peep... Those people who are labeled when it, it has to do with gender, race, sexuality, ability, but those are not their choices. The biggest thing for me is these are choices that sex offenders make. Kick me in the balls. I like it. Derek Logue, raper, <clears throat> says he shouldn't have to carry the label for life. Why would he give his name, fucking idiot? <laughs> Referring to me by a label for something I did half my life ago is inappropriate and downright offensive. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> hey, Derek, do you know what else is inappropriate and downright offensive? Sexual assault. Yeah, your cock, dude. Stop using it. Yeah, it sounds like the whoever... He argued vote. that client would be a better term. Oh, Perfect client i bet you on the board that voted this in not one lady was on it because <laughs> she'd be like whoa 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 hold up <laughs> are you are you making it better for so sex offenders aren't embarrassed <laughs> so you don't you think don't, you don't think any women agree with this i can't imagine they'd well, be down for public it. defender kathy heffron agree heffron it takes into consideration the uniqueness of individuals who are receiving treatment well she's woke dude does she have a buzz cut and fucking thick, dark frame glasses? Let's and put a, it this way. A bow tie? She's never been in any danger. <laughs> <laughs> they never are. <laughs> that was funny on the... I didn't see the last uh, Curb, but the one with the... Yeah, I haven't watched the new one yet either. But just the latest season when he's at the Netflix, how they... It's such a woke uh, oh, board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a guy in a wheelchair. There's a black girl who's a lesbian. Yeah. <laughs> like It's got every possible thing. It's got the gay Asian. <laughs> yeah. Client is one of the five options the board considered. Supports of the change in terminology argue it will reduce recidivism. Opponents say it will only reduce accountability, noting victims and survivors live with their label for life. Ooh, victim, that's a harsh word, dude. I don't know if they should well, use it. Well, survivors that. of rape, it yeah. would be a label yeah, Survivors for a lot better. It makes me not feel uncomfortable now. In the end, the board voted 10 to 6 to go with adults who commit sexual offenses. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like the officer he's like you're not the you're not the uh, assistant uh, guy you're the assistant to the guy yeah we should start <laughs> calling police um adults who police yeah <laughs> what the fuck is the difference here just making more words it's just making uh, what do you what are you in for i'm an adult who committed sexual offenses oh you're a sex offender yeah well, you and me, we're both in the business of chopping shit down to its bare bones. Yeah, get the fat out. Yeah, cut the fat so it's not all fucking, all uh, meandering and fucking uh, convoluted. But then they're just like, how about we just add a whole sentence before the bad word? <laughs> Person who commits maybe uh, in the wrong state of mind and maybe their upbringing blah offender of sex but Josh just remember we're not comedians we are persons who do comedy oh yeah <laughs> if that's what you want to call me I guess I think this strikes a balance that honors the impact to victims and recognizes the current ongoing impacts of sexual assault Doesn't but also the avoids victims. the labeling term that has negative impacts on those who commit sex offenses 
so yeah, adults who commit sexual offenses. So that 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 shows you that not only is this person a sex offender, but they're also an adult. And they're embarrassed of it. <laughs> they don't like bringing it up at parties. I think it says uh, that it's a. Uh, what did it say about the victims in that last sentence you said? Hmm. You say it's like it brings honor to the victims. It does it nothing for the victims. It strikes a balance that honors the impact to victims and recognizes the current and ongoing impacts of sexual assault, but also avoids the labeling term that has negative impacts on those who commit sex this offenses. Is, this is only for the offender. This doesn't affect the victim in any way. Yeah. <laughs> Just makes them feel worse. Yeah, I think the victims were fine with sex offenders. There's no honor. <laughs> and by victims, I mean survivors, which is Oh, yeah, much, survivors. We, yes. we like that term better. Yeah, Richard Hatch. Rest in peace. Is he dead? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> Probably also of an adult who commits sex offenses. Uh, he did walk around naked. He didn't walk around naked on the island yet. But he's gay. It's cool. That's the that's the Kevin Spacey defense. Oh, but I'm gay. <laughs> he was the first one to use it. Jessica Daughter with the Colorado District Attorney's Council worries the change won't end with the Sex Offender Management Board. I'm concerned that the use of first-person language generally is an intent to remove accountability from offenders and to diminish the experience of the yeah. victim. That's like the... I was always told in uh, school... I identify as an adult who committed a sexual <laughs> offense. Well, like the slippery slope uh, argument is always not anything. So It's like, oh, soon soon people are going to want to rape because it's such a good label. <laughs> it's like, no, you shut the fuck up. Yeah, now... And when they go door to door in the neighborhood, and they instead of going, I just I'm required by law to let you know that I am a registered sex offender. Now they can go, hello, I'm your neighbor. I'm required by law to let you know that I'm an adult. Yeah. Who committed sexual offenses? Now they just go door to door and say, hello, I am Irish. <laughs> <laughs> then they walk away, and everyone knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> I'm an adult who committed sexual offenses. <laughs> Well, who's the side effects guy who speaks a million miles an hour? Hello. <laughs> I'm a corporate lawyer. I tell you that man who's committed sexual offenses. <laughs> Anyways. What? Would you like uh, to I'll buy I'll, I'll shovel your driveway, I guess, if you want. I'll shovel your driveway. Oh, oh you're a nice guy. You seem like a really sweet guy. Talk kind of fast. But... Is your daughter home? Why do you ask? <laughs> um, Wasn't that the, the Jack uh, Hirschfield joke? Oh, he yeah. said that... Uh, uh, Trudeau made the the age for anal like a year lower or something like that. Sixteen or something. So then all these guys can go door to door and be like, "Hey, guess what? Not an offender anymore. Uh, not a rapist. Anyways, your daughter home. Is your daughter home? <laughs> Last year, lawmakers considered a bill that would have, among <laughs> other things, eliminated shit, the, the, de- the demon. Uh, it would have eliminated the term sexually violent predator from statuses, but they ended up pulling it. Sexually yeah. violent? That's a way cooler name. They were going to eliminate the term sexually violent predator from statuses, but they ended up pulling out. <laughs> Unlike the offenders. Meanwhile, is this a fucking <laughs> cart? Furthermore. Me- meanwhile, a task a ch- force charged with sentencing reform is considering asking the legislature to change terms like defendant, convict, and felon to justice-involved people. <laughs> Justice involved people. That's a law enforcement person. Defendant, convict, and felon. So pe- criminals, people who've been charged. I'm assuming, are now justice involved people, not people who are involved in justice. Um, 
You are gay. Iron- Why are you gay? <laughs> Ironically, the Sex Offender Management Board will not drop sex offender from its name. What? Because only the state legislature can change the name of the board. <clears throat> you mean you're not going to change it to the Adults Who Have Committed Sexual Offenses Management Board? <laughs> it doesn't we, really roll off the tongue no, all that good. No, it does not, Josh. You are correct, Josh. <laughs> no, Josh, you're correct. It took him 100 years to rename the Redskins, but then they're going to fucking... <laughs> this... <laughs> <laughs> they're they're catering to the sex offender. Oh, sorry, people who rape or what is they called? Uh, adults who commit sexual offenses. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like rape. Yeah. Uh, one more article for you tonight. Okay. On the t- today, this morning, whenever you're f- listening to this. Yeah. DoorDash driver defecates in customer's residential lobby after <laughs> dropping off order. Dropping uh, off order. So they dro- dropped off the food, then dropped off some food. Yeah, he dropped off a little extra on that one. Dropped the food, then dropped the poo. <laughs> Los Angeles, a DoorDash driver in what? Southern California was seen on surveillance video using a customer's residential building lobby as a toilet. Also, this guy is probably a hero to all DoorDash people. After <laughs> dropping off an order. They probably celebrate this guy. The building manager of a Brentwood apartment building was c- contacted by a resident in the building saying that there was a feces all over the lobby at the 19 <laughs> there was a unit. Feces. There was a feces. <laughs> I step in it with my shoe. <laughs> I go plump, plump, plump in the pipe and there's a feces on the pipe. I go to the market, I get the ingredients, I come home to make it a pizza, I step in the feces <laughs> in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> My brother Luigi, he also has step in the pieces. <laughs> These are no good. Uh, we have to go to level three and then go underwater for a little bit to wash up the pieces. Somebody is going to have to pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma mia. I stepped in the feces. <laughs> And I walked, around, I just walked all over the room, and I got the feces all over my apartment. <laughs> he says, "There's no fishies here. There's fishies in the ocean." Yeah, the says, no fishies, no fishies, I don't want the fish. I want the feces. <laughs> <laughs> I say, "Not the fish. I like poop. <laughs> like a poop. The <laughs> feces like a poop. A, a, a poop. Uh, there's no puppies allowed in this building." <laughs> and I said, "Not that no puppy. I want the poop. <laughs> I step in the poop." You say you step on a puppy? I say no, I know step on a puppy. I step in a poopy. Ah, mamma mia. <laughs> step in a poopy. <laughs> Not the puppy, a poopy. <laughs> I think he's saying he stepped in shit. <laughs> There's just two cowboys watching. Like a Tarantino movie. There's two cowboys to explain what's going Some, on. Like the janitor's just there chewing on cud. <laughs> just like, I think he's saying he stepped in shit. I think the one red feller's telling the green feller that he stepped in shit. <laughs> Don't surprise me. They plays, they plays all day in them pipes. When the building manager checked the surveillance video, she was shocked. <laughs> Again. To see a DoorDash delivery driver, she nearly shit herself using a trash can in her building's lobby. Oh, that's an to emergency. take a dump. That's an emergency. That's not a fuck you. That's yeah, like he had diarrhea. If it's in a trash can, that's a oh god, I gotta go. Yeah. If it was a fuck you, it would have been on the fucking yeah. floor. <laughs> on the floor. What I saw, I could not unsee. <laughs> Why'd you watch? I was flabbergasted. Oh. At what I saw. I was a person who was flabbergasted. Said Lisa Stanley, who was the DoorDash customer for the delivery. 
<laughs> Why would you give your name? Yeah, she let it go. Dash. You know what they say when you gotta go, you gotta go. And boy, did she deliver! <laughs> You're four steps away from outside where there's a bush or your car or I don't know. Why didn't you shit in your car? Why is that a better option? Also, you'd be still pissed but if they shit in your But not in the bush. lobby of a Brentwood apartment building. We're in Brentwood. This huh? is a health issue. You have a human being who's taken a poop in the middle of a job in a lobby of an apartment building and then resuming a job, which is delivering and touching food? In Brentwood? It's ridiculous! <laughs> We're in Brentwood with his swimming pools and movie stars. When she contacted DoorDash support to rat out the pooper... <laughs> That's what they call him? Not a person who has poofed? No, I made that up, but you're right. It's, you're, I, a person who has defecated? When she contacted DoorDash support through the app to alert them that <laughs> there was a deliverer who pooped. Can you imagine being like the customer service guy who's like, somebody shit on my porch. Like, One of your fuck? adults who delivers took a shit in our lobby. Um... They go, yeah, it's DoorDash, you idiot. <laughs> the company sent her a response saying, in part, thank you for your patience, and I hope you're doing well. <laughs> we do not meal? condone this type of action and are currently investigating this with information provided. Rate your meal online. <laughs> Were we good? Were we? <laughs> she should have rated them number two. <laughs> two stars. <laughs> The company refunded her order and added an additional $20 credit to her account, so as back. well as refunded the Dasher's tip. That's better. Here's your here's $25 back, and now you get another $20 off your next meal. Yeah, come on back. Because you had to experience the horrific thing of a Dasher <laughs> pooping in a garbage can in also, your lobby. She didn't have to. She wouldn't you, have known. Yeah, you watched. you chose to watch the video. Yeah, she didn't have to watch the video. At least they used a garbage can. Stanley said that had the driver asked, she may have let her use her bathroom. May. After smelling the poop, she decided, no, I would not have. <laughs> That's how you just, like, you you judge it based on the smell? <laughs> I may have let her use the bathroom and then added, there are bushes outside the building if an emergency situation called for it. Well, there's also a garbage can. I mean, it wasn't the floor. Yeah. I mean, that just shows that it's bullshit that she was concerned about the health, health and safety. She was not concerned. Well, she's going to deliver more food. There's bushes for an emergency. Yeah. Well, that's still going to be a health risk. So you clearly don't care about that. You just wanted to complain. Yeah. You just wanted a free meal. Also, I'm just pissed that I got fired from DoorDash. Anyways... Is that an episode? I think that's Senior? a motherfucking episode. Do, 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 do. Duty. I have to poo. Duty. Open your shirt up and give me that chest, Josh. Let a duty go. Uh. Oh, my Jesus. No, seriously, let me shit on your chest. No. Can we record that? Only if I... Okay, here we I'm, go. If I'm standing upright and you get into the teddy bear position. <laughs> the teddy bear stand. What the fuck? Oh, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> oh.
There was a lot more in there than I thought. Oh my god, he's buried. Oh god, we gotta... Josh? Josh? Oh, don't worry, buddy, I'll get you out of there. Oh god. What have I done? Oh, Josh, hold on. Just hold on. I'll take you out. Just hold on. Oh god. Is this still recording? What the fuck? Stop... Ah.
should go to the, the Halloween alley, find the ugliest mask, full face mask you could find. Yeah. And you know what, Josh? It would be an improvement. How dare you!